0: Hey guys, this week on AwesomeCast, we're going to talk New York Comic Con and some of the Twitter victims of such. We take a visit and scroll down to the ScareHouse and find out some stuff going on there. A little bit about portable, wearable computing and so much more. Awesome Cast. This edition of awesome Cast is brought to you by PittsburghOnVideo.org. Check out the best videos from Pittsburgh all in one place. PittsburghOnVideo.org. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line advertising. I'm
1: getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting
0: awesome. Yeah, that's what I said. Hey guys, it's time to get geeky. It's time to get tacky. It's time to get awesome. It is the awesome cast, uh, right out of Pittsburgh PA, I'm Mike Sorg, Sorgatron on the Twitters and such, uh, ready, ready to get into it. And, and I have, I can get to the Comic-Con this weekend, I had work, I couldn't get out for it and everything, but to make up for it, I got two people who did attend uh, with me with that Batman pose, but now if you're on video, look at that, look at that Batman Wait. shot, action shot right there. We got John Chichilla at Chilla on the Twitters. How you doing? Not too bad. Tired from Comic Con. Tired from getting geeked out all weekend. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome. Um, moving stuff.
0: But and then and then and then and then of course you know we started this show with the explicit of getting opinions of people from the flyover states. So what do we do? We get somebody on the show that's from one of the states you're flying to. It's Mad Mike from the
1: Bronx, Agent of Shield. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and I have the newest tech from Capsule Corp, sir. And I believe it will rival your Google class.
0: Yes, he's a. Dude, the jealousy over the google glass you see this here right you see this
1: hey Sorg, i don't know what you're talking about my power levels over nine thousand,
0: and mine's only xc10 right now so uh with that but like i said it's the awesome cast we're over of course over at sorgatronmedia.com is where we make our home but you can find us at awesome cast on twitter you can find us uh awesome cast on facebook on google plus tell us uh what you think about some of these stories um, um and stories you think we should be talking about on the show? Tell us what your awesome thing of the week is, and maybe we'll talk about it here on the show as well. And at least you know, share it with everybody. Um, hey, shout out! Hey, you know, I I don't do this too often, but I want to give a shout out to the guy that keeps our Twitter running and keeps our description going, uh, our descriptions together, so we can uh get this out without me trying to type the thing up at two in the morning. Uh, Mike Allen out there. Uh, he's he's been doing an awesome job over the last couple months uh, with this, uh, putting the tweets out. So so more people come in and check us out here at live.sorgutronmedia.com. Live every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time or so, looking at the clock right now. Um, so, hey, let's get right into it. New York Comic Con. You guys, uh, there's a lot of fun, but there's a lot of controversy going on right now on how Twitter is used. Uh, talking with a few people over the weekend, of course, it didn't go. Uh, but i, I I'm very fortunate I got two guys that went and one. And it says on your title there, you're, you're a New York Comic Con Twitter victim there, Mike.
1: I am. Um, I apparently didn't even know about this. Like, I had heard that some people's badges were hijacked. Um, and not, I mean, not hijacked based on, you know, how, how I read the article, but it tweeted without me knowing that it tweeted, even though I've, Prior given permission for it, which yeah. I don't really remember if I did or not.
0: So, were there rumors of this as, as you were going through the
1: weekend? Um, not really, because from what I from what I've been able to gather, it was only for the people who went Thursday. Okay. Because that was the first day of it, and then the, they got an immediate backlash, like Thursday night when people saw, like, "Hey, I didn't tweet this. Why?" Why would like my Twitter account be posting the stuff when and, I didn't tweet it? And to see, and it, you and then, actually,
0: you, you actually sent us a picture here of what you got tweeted, and this is what everybody's kind of uh, big stink about. So basically, uh, you guys had a sign up process, and uh, at some point, apparently, you guys gave uh, Twitter permission. To do this, uh, or else they wouldn't have been able to. Uh, but here's your Twitter account. For those on audio, uh, a couple tweets that you confirm you did not tweet here. Uh, one is checking on the checking in the best four days of my year hashtag NYCC, and there's a link there, a Bitly link. And the second was so much pop pop culture to digest, can't handle the awesome, and then hashtag NYCC and a Bitly link.
1: So yeah, yes, and I knew those weren't my tweets because a there was no cursing in them. <laughs> um, two, it didn't talk about boobs, bacon, or justice. Two th- three things I wholeheartedly stand for, mm-hmm. and I usually don't put Bitly links. Dude, so I don't even think you know.
2: to use Bitly. Like no, I just let yeah. I just let Twitter auto. I don't even know. I don't even remember. Yeah, what Twitter I'm either uses, using, but, yeah,
0: you know, mine are like either you know whatever Twitter uses or or whatever or TweetDeck or or, or Hootsuite. I don't even think about that. But yeah, they're obviously using a pretty big service now,
2: with this. Now, see, I do remember, um, during when you have to register your badge, mm-hmm. it comes in, it comes right up, and you have to authorize with Twitter for uh, auth sign in. I do remember agreeing to allow tweets from my Mm -hmm. account. Mm -hmm. Now, I only had a a Friday um, badge, so I could only go Friday. Unfortunately, they were sold out pretty much all the other days. Um, And I was in line Friday morning waiting to go in, and I saw uh, I think it was Mashable started tweeting about people being hijacked or whatever they were saying it was. And I I actually went because I had already tapped in, and I did not get any tweets sent from my account, which made me kind of sad. I was actually... (laughs) I
0: did not get (laughs)
2: victimized, so... But I don't feel like I was being victimized, because I I remember agreeing to it. Okay. I do remember signing in, because when you get your badge in the mail, it has a sticker on it, you do have to register it. When you go out and register it, there was a multitude of ways to authorize, or to register your badge. One of them was through authorization via Twitter. I remember going in there, authorizing it, Now, I did not... The other thing that surprised me now, they're using the RFID badges. Um, I tapped in Friday morning, and I never left. But I expected walking around the con to be tapping at more places. Like, I expected them really to be tracking me. And And I... Based on the way you tap in and tap out, I mean, they had a problem tapping me in. Like, she had to really mash my card against the scanner going in yeah. and the person that tapped me out i had to, like she, she was really like swiping the card against her i think it looked like a um the an android like nexus 7 like what you have
0: okay so it you lo- mean one of these those? Looks, something like it this looked exactly hopefully like that hopefully with not as many yeah.
1: fingerprints it definitely it wasn't one of these oh it wasn't yeah. one of those yeah, what do you got there uh, a mini iPad. Definitely wasn't a mini iPad. Though. It definitely wasn't
2: a mini iPad. <laughs> it but no, it was doing RFID. I don't think it was doing NFC. Now, it did look like they had some kind of weird either case on it or something on the back of the device. Yeah, because I don't think... They,
0: this doesn't have, like, NFC and stuff in it, does that it? That has NFC. It, it does
2: have NFC? And that has the QI. That is the QI mobile charging where it has the induction charging. QI, on this thing? QI. Yeah.
0: QI. How do I take advantage of that? <laughs> Go get a QI charger. I got, and it will just work without yeah. like the attachment like we've always had in the past. Right.
2: I didn't even know that.
0: I'm pretty sure. I'm ninety. I'm
2: ninety seven percent sure that you can you can induction charge. I'm ninety
0: seven percent sure. I won't look into that. You know
2: what? You know what? Easy way to test it, and mm. Krause will like this one. Um, walk into a, a a Verizon store, and go over to the Windows Phone section, and pull the Nokia off the thing because they have theirs induction charged, and put
0: that on it and mm. see if it just starts charging. Mm. What are you doing, sir? Just testing the wares. I'm a customer. I got it. You charge me enough. I can come in and try to test your thingy, right? You know. We're going to um, test their thingy. <laughs> testing thingies. But, uh...
2: Sure okay. So, <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking.
0: Uh, Somebody put that down there. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we have too many mics involved with the show now, too. Um, so, okay, so you, you had this RFID tag, so basically it all just checked in, like you guys didn't see anywhere else where, like, was there a promise of, did they, did they talk about the idea that there's a tag in this thing? They, they talked about the tag in the thing, because when you, you registered it, talked
2: all about the fact that it was an RFID.
0: And this is supposed to be, um, to
2: keep from, like, piracy? Of, I think it was to tags. keep from piracy, and the one the other thing that it did is it kept, it was really interesting, I'm, I'm guessing it kept from... A piracy, people being able to get into the con even though it wasn't them. Yeah, um, so you can't just like hand the bed.
1: lines a lot better. What's that? It orga- it organized the lines to get in a lot better. Yeah. Really? I- yeah. I've been going to New York Comic Con since it started. This was the easiest version of getting into New York Comic Con I've ever been. To. What was the difference? They actually funneled it into lines as opposed to a mass of people just. Rushing into the con, okay, like it was very, very well organized. Just because, like, you have to funnel through and you have to badge in, so it's like you can have a huge mass of people, which there was, but it ultimately boil down into eight or nine lines. So it's only like eight or nine people going in at once, as opposed to a huge mass of everyone. Because the way that it used to work, I mean, you've been there, sort yeah. They have you just you just have your badge on, you show up whenever you want, and you just walk in. It was way different this time, and it was definitely a lot easier to control the mob. The other thing that
2: was interesting is you had to tap out. So what, one of the things that they kept people from, like, sharing a badge or sharing a ticket. Like, you could take your badge and pass it through the fence in the old days. Yeah. Or I could have taken the badge and thrown it over the fence. And I'm pretty else,
1: sure you can still
2: share a badge. You just can't, like... Be in there simultaneously.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you can't double up. Yeah. So yeah. there's still nothing. Is there any distinction of this is a non-transferable ticket or anything like that? They do really? say it. They say that your
2: your credentials, your personal information, your name, your birthday, whatever you have to. I can't remember everything that I gave to get in, but is tied to that badge. And mm-hmm. if they find for any reason that the person with that badge is not you, you're both.
0: Executive. Yeah, but I mean, how many opportunities are there? Or yeah. are, are you unless you're in there really causing mischief? You know? But
2: but I expected them to use it for more like an advertising thing. Like, I almost expected when I purchased something for them to
0: really ask to tap.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because then they could actually track where I was at what time, what people were interested yeah, yeah. in. If
0: nothing else, they do have... Um now they have a, a bit of analytics of when you did, like who, who exactly, and how many people checked in and out at certain times, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is going to help them with figuring out flow in the future or, or any other kind of analytics for them to study for just what happens through the day. Mm-hmm. Now, now if I recall, you check in at the one spot. Does that mean it's a little less wide open when you go down to the halls? So I came, I went in early, Mike. I
2: don't know what time you went in, but I went in probably half an hour before the con was set to start. So I t- tapped in at the front area, and then they actually direct you inside and downstairs, and you're put into these kind of holding pens <laughs> where it's in the order that you came in. The interesting thing that I wish I would have known was, so 10 o'clock hit, and they started slowly letting each... Area in, and I would guess it's probably 600 people in per line segment. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I, I realize now is because the con opens at 10, that's when they started letting those lines of people in. If you would have walked in the front doors at 10, you could have walked right up. You didn't get funneled that's down. That's what I did.
1: Oh, downstairs and <laughs> back what, up. That's what I did every day. I got there, I got to the con every day at like 10 15, 10 30. I just bypassed the whole line.
2: Yeah. So I wish, just
1: like, yeah,
2: I wish I would have known that or even thought about that. Because I mean, they they tried to really push you inside the the convention center once you tapped in, but I could you could have gone over to a food truck, grabbed some food, hung out for ten minutes. Here's some Just to get an idea how many yeah. people there, I, I I found Mike's Instagram photos. If you if you if you run by my Twitter real quick, I think yeah. from, I think two tweets back. Okay. Or three tweets back. There's a picture, and that's me waiting in the secondary line to come up into the con. Okay. Which I was four rows over, so I'm guessing 2,400 people deep in line. And there was probably, by that time, there was another three additional rows. I found a couple of vines. There's the vine of R2-D2. Okay. Um, <laughs> But it was oh the the one vine is of of the the crowd cheering yeah that's
0: so this
1: is this that's me waiting in people. line there you go yeah <laughs> that a, looks familiar and that's actually, actually I think I see myself <laughs> probably. <laughs>
0: But but back to the, what we were talking about originally there so so and and you know Chachi's in the chat room saying this is what he said when I start I brought up the story with him this weekend uh, was well you guys shouldn't have uh, agreed to the tweets right if it, if it's a problem mm-hmm. now Mike you don't seem too angry about it but you had heard about it well, uh,
1: I I thought like I thought when I was agreeing to a tweet it would just agree to tweet out once that hey I registered my badge for New York Comic Con because you're used to that. Yeah, exactly. I've, do, I've done stuff like that before. But independently, like, and not even something scheduled. Like, because I have another scheduled tweet on my account for the Kids for Heroes Foundation. Yeah, and that, you know that. And yeah, Chachi up. does too. Yeah, and that, yeah. that, that generally goes out every day. Yeah. Like, once a day, usually around the same time, which is fine. But for... It just randomly happened like that? Like, it's a little... No, it's off. I mean, I don't really care, because it wasn't really anything, you know, vile I mean, they were just trying to push the top, obviously. But it was just a little, you know, a little forewarning would have been nice. It
0: is a little little weird, because it is, like, your voice, and it's an understanding. And now, now you agree to it, and you understand you do agree that they could do that. Right? Well,
1: I understand that now. Yeah, right? exactly. But I
0: think that's I think that's the general thing is most people don't understand what they're given permission to do. Uh, I think it's it, 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 actually I'll pull up on my Twitter you, every time you sign up for something like that and you give them permission to do that tweet. A lot of times that that's still active. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a service that you signed up for like. You know, six A months ago. ago, how many how many services do we connect to that we're testing and we're checking out? Because we're always trying to check out new you know new services and stuff. And we're assessing thingies. What you're accepting? We're thingies. All, we're all, accepting, we're all accepting, thingies. accepting accepting thingies. Yes, testing um, <laughs> thingies. And here, I'll, I'll, I'll try to pull up mine to kind of show you uh, how this, it's good. It's good every so often go in there and clean that up. If there's something you don't recognize, don't use anymore. Kill that. Because I mean, some of these companies, like Plurk. huh? Like Plurk. Like Plurk. In MySpace. In MySpace. Why? (laughs) Um, But they could seriously, like, one of these companies that went under could have sold their activation list maybe i am pretty sure you could do something like this i don't know cuz i bet you could that's that? a token is that is it, i bet you it's a token it, okay know, just be able to but they could say you know uh, pay us money and we'll tweet make all these people tweet this thing mm-hmm. about your product i could i could see that happen. you know that i mean uh, you don't know what you're signing up for especially with something like that every time you go and say uh, mike i know you have a service on thursday nights i've noticed uh, that lets me know how many times you tweeted and gotten retweeted during the week yes so that's something that you could have going forget about six months later and now they still have access to tweet really whatever they want now
2: see this is where this is where I actually think they're they it's in their best interest to do this mm-hmm. because let's face it them doing advertising during the con is a little bit ridiculous because they're sold out it's 365
0: days till the next con till, but they still want to be the buzz. they still want to the be hey look your buddy went you know? Yeah,
2: I, I see that. But now, now you bring up a really good point. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the minute the tickets go on sale for next year, everybody's Twitter accounts are going to reactivate, and there's going to be a swarm of tweets all about. Would
0: they? Would they after the backlash they just got? And now, yes, they can do this. You did give them permission yeah. to do this, but this is where I think there's a little bit of a social contract here. You, you. Agree to what you think is a reasonable amount of tweets from these people. So, so here's a question, Mike: if, yes. they, if, if
2: when tickets go on sale and they tweet from your account next year, are you not going to buy a pass?
1: <laughs> no, of course not. I <laughs> do buy a pass. <laughs> I just revoked the access right, like, as we were speaking. Of <laughs> exactly. I'm a pass. And for those <laughs> curious about, like, okay, where do I
0: revoke this? Like, you know, some people don't know. Some people honestly. <laughs> don't know this page exists i have up here for the video if you go into your i went into the settings and under apps here and you see i have twitter for android uh mixbit which is an app that i have beam for full screen which is a google glass thing but if i go down through here one is a Big long page. If I go down to the bottom, I'm sure we follow. When the heck have I used WeFollow? last? Google, MySpace. 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 There it is. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> I had sure
1: Futurama. Head in a jar. I didn't even know I put
0: that. On. See, there you go. I mean, what else? We got FaveStar.fm. I forgot I was on that TweetDeck directory, and that's like the old version of TweetDeck that looks it's like. Because like you got a new TweetDeck. Discuss. Like a that. new TweetDeck is connected. <laughs> Venmo. Really, I I don't even know what that is. What is hunch? You know, um, it'd be interesting to see if any of these are still around. Love apps. Dig. Is any is dig still around? Dig still around. Dig, dig still doing stuff, sure. right? Why frog? And some of these like uh, Siri. Oh look, Siri San Jose virtual personal assistant. Hmm. That's the old <laughs> That's Siri the before old they Siri got before bought. Apple bought. Before they got bought. Personal hype quotient. I, I beer buy um, LinkedIn. I, I, you see, like I got some weird stuff in here. I should probably go through you this. Bright kite in there. Um, we we'll back even further. Hold on, bright. Uh, no, but I, I. I don't know if you saw the tweet. It is over the weekend, so you're probably busy with the traveling. But I was going through my blog, and I, I wanted to find a new design. It's feeling kind of clunky. And I was going through my plugins. I had a MySpace cross poster that never. I worked, did by see the way. your tweet about. that. I saw bright kite plug in and they were still active and i'm like okay let's get rid of this stuff right here because i mean that's the longest blog that i've been running so it's kind of kind of masked up some stuff in there so but i got a nice responsive web design cool works pretty good where'd you get the theme from uh the internet the internet the internet i don't know (laughs) i just i I can't remember what's called or anything i just i don't know i just search and just responsive wordpress themes and i didn't realize how many are out um, so I, I just wanted to kind of get updated. I'm looking. I'm hoping to redo like all the rest of the sites too to get a little because everything just feels kind of boxy and clunky. If you want to see, that's that's uh, my new theme right there. Oh, very so, nice. yeah, I like how it's using the pictures, it's kind of like how Google Plus, Sorgatron.com, if you guys want to check this on the audio, and um, got everything a little kind of better organized and stuff. It's kind of slow. It feels kind of, and this is the older laptop, but it feels like I got five articles loading. It feels like it kind of slows down a little mm-hmm. bit. Anyways, back to it. Um, so, I mean, this is something like I, I think is, you know, people don't realize that they're connecting to something like this. Um... And, and you know, obviously, but but it's, it's a trust issue, really. I know you're saying like I didn't get tweeted, I wanted to. Yeah, I know. I'm bummed <laughs> out.
2: I feel like I, I feel like I, I I want to be violated.
0: Like you, yeah. <laughs>
2: and that's <laughs> why I
1: went to New York City, though. It's um, okay. New York City will violate you in more than one way. Exactly. <laughs> but
2: it was on, on a side note. It was interesting because oddly enough, uh, so I went on Friday and I was sitting in Starbucks Friday evening waiting for Mega Bus, and um there was no room in starbucks so i found a small seat in the corner where i was i I had to ask can you move your chair a little bit so i can get back there and the people next to me were from the con yeah and they were talking about you know i wish there were more places to charge my devices and i actually interjected in their conversation i said you know what this year was i heard one of the first years and and mike correct me if i'm wrong because i don't think i was there the last two when was it the last time you were there sorg
0: the two, uh, two, eleven I think 11 so that's
2: the last time I was there yeah um, so going in there I said you know there's there's like eight there was like six or eight tables you could just walk up to you could charge your devices they had some charging stuff and then I pulled out I have I, I'm big on portable chargers so I pulled out this little device here mm-hmm. which if you see has a us uh, big USB and a micro USB um, port so it can, looks
0: like it froze on audio it, it looks like the size of like an iphone it, it is actually <laughs> it is the size of an iphone 5s uh, so
2: so this this device um will let you charge it has uh 4 000 milliamps of of charging power um so i was able i have two of these but you can recharge it using the the, the micro usb There's a little test button it lights up um, I've had really good luck with these. I charged my phone once and my digital camera twice. And I still had over, I had almost a full, bat one of the full batteries left. Um, so I was talking to them about this as this girl came in. And she was also at the con and she's like, is there a, ba- is there a plug next to you that I can use? Because my phone's dead and my friends can't find me. And I have no battery power. I'm like, if you promise not to run out the door with this. You can use it. So she ended up sitting down. We were all talking about different stuff. And lo and behold, the two guys that were there that I was originally talking to were from Dormont and Mount Lebanon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really weird. How I mean, out of how many thousands of people that attended the con, and then we're later at Starbucks down the block, who wouldn't know? So I made some friends there. That was cool. Um, some of the other devices I use, but um, I have an iPhone charger the mophie juice pack
0: is that the one i got here that's probably the one you got there but um, this one's the pink one though you didn't get the you, pink one yeah i didn't get the pink one i have so like and the, i had one the of these i actually had one of those for the 3gs uh, the 3gs yeah and you used it at the con i used it at the con yeah <laughs> so, I, I bought it like i i think i bought it because it was a little cheaper because it was right before the 4s's were coming out mm-hmm. it was at that big window and i was like god i gotta wait you know uh, so i picked it up because I'm like I got to get through this con let's do it it's a little cheaper than the the four version was and it worked really well
2: the the thing I like about the the revive or any of the I mean Mophie makes one of these there's a bunch mm-hmm. of companies that make them it's generic USB yeah so you could plug your yeah. Nexus 7 into it you could plug a, yeah. a, a any anything that charges off a USB you're good to go of nice the other thing that I always carry with me is if you if you're a Mac user I don't know the, I they need don't make these any one the of those PC but If you're familiar with the Mac, it has the little power brick type thing. And you usually take just the plug and plug it in here with a long cord. Um, This device actually plugs into the Mac charger. You flip that down, you can plug it in the wall. But it has a USB port on it as well. So you can get to a wall. Now, if you're crazy like I am, you take this, you take these... You plug these into your laptop to charge these, and then you have an extra USB port to Charge while you're charging your laptop, and you're just sucking the life out of whatever convention center or wherever you're at, or the mega bus battery, or the mega bus battery. <laughs> and, and it worked. It worked out really well for me.
0: So um, that time when like it kept shorting out on the way back from New York when I got glass, it was probably somebody like you, <laughs> probably that that had everything. Yeah. Although I was trying to plug in like three things at a time too, so I can't really speak to that because I'm like trying to pull up my laptop and plug the glass in and my phone, and I don't know what else did I have, Mike. I, <laughs>
2: But uh, mm-hmm. the, other th- the other thing that I found I found completely convenient, and, and I mean, I carry a big backpack, and, and you know how cables are. Cables can go everywhere. If you bring up that last link, um, and oh. I found this to be completely useful as well. It's made by Cocoon. It's called a Grid-It. I've heard of this. And, and you've Have we talked about that well. here before? I, you know what? You said you need to show this, and then I never pulled it out of my bag.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. This uh, I've heard Andy Nako talk about this on 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 MacBreak a ton of times. Um, if you're not on video, it's just let me say it's a grid of just rubber bands. Ru- yeah, pretty much <laughs> rubber bands, and you just stick whatever device or cords or cameras, and you stick a mouse in there, and it just slides right into your back. Yeah, it's kind of like crosshatched. Yeah. So, and and all the different
2: cross-hatches are different sizes. Different sizes. So like. I, Underneath something, there may be three more that you're not going to end up using, but the next time you may put a cable in there, they come in a bunch of different sizes. um, And I, I find them completely handy. I actually have two of them, one for each one of my travel bags. And it just makes, between the charging and the grid it, I mean you're trying to pull out sd cards i have them in like a little wallet yeah you're trying to pull out different stuff real quick and and be see my mobile.
0: my secret has always been and i'm exceeding this especially days when i go to like a wrestling show or some other shoot or something like you notice i'm always wearing cargo pants these days mm-hmm. because i have especially <laughs> especially if uh i'm walking around with glass so i got a jet pack in one pocket got my iphone got whatever else here and then and then a lot of times the, all the cords are in one pocket yeah. you know and it's like the same thing it's it, 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 it's it's like i kind of have to you know just to, just to kind of get around so so mike uh, what was your favorite part of the con
2: oh, or your favorite that, trinket you got i
1: don't know that well my favorite thing that i got is this um authentic shield badge
2: and i'm sad i i actually passed that by thinking oh i'll come back later and then i was like damn it
1: i and, forgot to grab that and it's like really good quality they um they take your picture right there. They put on a little faux suit that just velcro to the back, so you're actually like wearing a suit in the picture of your uh, shield badge. And they give you the Phil Coulson one too. Oh really? They get, oh
2: that! Damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did only go
0: one day though. Yeah, I know. You can't get and everything.
2: And that's the problem. And, and I'm. I'm as I'm going to more cons, I was at Philly Comic Con, which was a Wizard Con, I at New York City Comic Con. You got Steel City Con, Pittsburgh Comic Con. Like, one day, if you want uh, – one day isn't enough. There, there's no way. If you uh, want, it's, it's enough for Steel City Con. Uh, it's for Steel it's, City Con. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> enough for Steel City Con.
1: enough for New York Con, like big cons. It's not enough. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Unless you're going there specifically for one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going – like, one of my friends went to Con just on Sunday – because she wanted to
2: meet John Garner Which his line was ridiculous.
0: You guys ever see Comic yes. Con the movie? The Morgan Spurlock yeah. one? It's really good. And it was, I want to say it was on Netflix or Hulu. It was on Hulu last I knew. I don't know if it's still on. I can I can see. Um, I think it's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix I now? I
1: think it is. Yeah.
0: If not, it's on iTunes. Like I think I ran it on iTunes initially, and it's really good. It's got Kevin Smith and all those guys, and it follows a couple people because you guys are you talking about like you know people go for a certain reason mm-hmm. and everything, and it follows a few people that go for a certain reason. It follows the cosplayers for a bit. It follows somebody that's looking for a specific figure or something. I so it's, it's uh, actually uh, they talked to the guys from I think it was Mile High Comics mm-hmm. that you always see in the comic books with the price list like since like the 80s probably longer yeah um, yeah that's like
1: one of the more famous ones out they, they in, followed uh, them
0: because they were um talking about well do we we go to this con and are we going to make our money and we need this to keep going mm-hmm. like, apparently they're not doing too well um at, at the moment at least um so it, it was a really good representation again in san diego but i there's a you know obviously that's way bigger than New York is right now. Oh but New, San York, Diego, but New York. I, I've is, been to San
1: Diego. Yeah. It's at least three times the size of New York. Oh my god. Anyway, I went like, in twenty eleven and how unmanageable that was. <laughs> like if you go to San Diego con, unless you live there, you have to go for the whole time. Yeah. You yeah. have to. Just because it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I mean it's it's a lot of fun. But Especially if you want to go to one of the big panels or something like that, that's basically your whole day. Just waiting in line. Yeah, and that's the thing. I went to to the SHIELD panel on Saturday. Yeah. Because I want to see the Agents SHIELD panel. Because I'd never waited for one of those huge panels before. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Thursday and Friday, I got done most of the things I wanted to do. I'm like, I'll wait online. I'll see what it's like. And although I had to sit through some. God awful panels. <laughs> it was <laughs> worth it, but by the time I got out of the shield panel, it was six fifteen. The con was going to close in an hour. How's it? So basically, my whole day. Yeah, like like I I waited
2: in line for Kristen Bauer, who's Pam on True. Oh Blood. yeah, I waited in. Were her. you
1: in, were you in the True Blood panel?
2: No, I wasn't in the True Blood panel. What what happened was. I, I went down to get her autograph. They said, you know, she's going to be leaving soon for the True Blood panel. I'm like, okay, well, that's. She, they're like, she's going to be gone for an hour and a half, two hours. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to sit here in line with no, with her not being there. I was pro- It was probably only 20 deep at that point in time because she actually showed up early to sign. Um, mm-hmm. So came back later, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's probably only 40 deep now, not bad. Let's say a minute a person, that's 40 minutes, right? Well, halfway into the line, they're like... Uh, she has to go do a photo op. Uh, There's a half an hour. I'm like, okay, well, it's only a half an hour. I might as well wait. So, like two and a half hours later, I'm, I'm getting a, I'm getting an autograph, and and I had a, actually a really bad autograph experience with her. But that's that's a story for a different time. I don't want to <laughs> diss the con people.
1: <laughs> but so, she seemed rather surly.
2: Well, I'll give her credit. <laughs> it was, and, and you know, I will go into it because I, I mean,
0: I, I've had great experiences with with anyone I've met. Um, and you never know what they've been through through right. the day. And doing, dealing with all that stuff. Maybe they had an asshole fan. but
2: she No, but she she was really nice. She was spending a little more time than your average person with, mm-hmm. with each person.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, by dumb, complete, stupid luck, somebody she knew was leaving the con for the day and walked up to the side and started talking to her during my, like, two minutes. So I'm like... I got no interaction, no personal anything. Like, she's talking to this guy, pauses for three seconds. We get our picture taken together. She signs the picture while she's talking to the, the, these people, and I'm like,
0: Eh, you know for me and it's great like you know i'll go in and say oh there's mark hamill and i'll see him from about 50 feet mm-hmm. away i like, oh, i saw mark hamill that's good enough for me and i'd love to beat him and stuff mm-hmm. you know uh but the, the the greatest stuff for me going to the, the new york comic-con was always the chance stuff right you know, like well, i dan dan folkler he's um
2: yeah he was in fanboys
1: right yeah he
2: was in fanboys oh. and he's on a new tv show man up he was by luck Sitting at some table, I w- walked up to him, talked to him for five minutes. Ran into Greg Grunberg upstairs mm-hmm. late in the afternoon. He wasn't even supposed to be up there. Talked to him for a good ten minutes. We just ch- chatted. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's
0: really cool. That's the cool part. Um, w- I was just walking around. I don't like you probably noticed. I just kind of wander when I get there.
1: Do <laughs>
3: um,
0: the same thing. I, I usually just break off from the group and wander, and that's when like I found myself like, oh, cool, Ninja Turtles booth, and it's was like. But there's a line from the Turtles who's like, who's up there? Kevin Eastman. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, I just, and I'm like, you know, again, like maybe 20 people deep. And I'm like, I just like stumbled onto an opportunity to get an autograph with Kevin Eastman, right? Uh, the, the, the .com video we did the last time I was there, mm-hmm. .com from 30 Rock. You're just in a booth. And it was like towards the end of the day. I'm like, hey, you're such and such you want to do a video with me real quick? <laughs> you know, because we were with there with the press pass and everything. So yeah, again, just like kind of cool little chance things like that. Like that was cooler than anything that was press we had lined mm-hmm. up for the weekend even, you know, was was that kind of thing. So
1: yeah. yeah, I know one of my friends was walking through the con and he accidentally got bumped into an old man and he went to turn around to apologize. And it was Stan Lee. <gasps> So he screamed holy <laughs> Equitive it's San Lee, and then security immediately came in and was like, Let's "Try to help Sand to figure out
2: know, i saw I saw whoopi Goldberg on on the con floor, <laughs> and i I don't know what occurred i know i I then saw on Monday that she was on the view and she was showing pictures and how she was there, and she's promoting mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. stuff she didn't I, she wasn't listed to be there or whatever, but she's just chilling out, and I don't know what occurred. I don't know if she fell down or if if she got bumped or whatever. But she had security detail swarmed around her. They're patting her face down. I don't know if they were prepping like makeup for her for a video or or what. But like Wait. her just being on the con floor, like there was just this mass amount of people everywhere. Including like security type people and people trying to get in front of her. So
1: it How is it that we see two different stars of Sister Act at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I saw um, Kathy and Jimmy from Sister Con and um, Focus Focus. Ah, that's random. That is totally I random. Know. I wonder if they saw each other. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, I you know, we
0: we spent a lot of time with Comic Con, but it's it's a Hey, it's, it's Nerd Christmas for us, especially on the East Coast here. i love to, con-wise, I'd love to attend, um, really, PAX in the near future. Uh, I'd like to I C2 go to C2E2. C2E2? <laughs> uh, that's over in Chicago. That's, that's, that probably be, wouldn't be a bad one. Um, and that one's getting pretty big, too, right? From
1: that, New one's getting, that one's getting big.
0: Yeah, like like New York Comic Con big yet? Uh, Probably about the same size. About the same size. That'd, that'd be worth it. Because I, I see a lot of media stuff coming out of there. Like, mm-hmm. we're starting to see... Last few years with New York Comic Con. The,
2: so. the, the one thing I was impressed with with Wizard Con was it wasn't the tables were spread out more. There was there was a lot of stuff there, and there were a lot of stars, and there was a lot going on. But they seemed to do a better job of judging this, or maybe it's just because they had more space to deal with. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that con it was easier to move around. So I think I'm gonna to try to re—I'm gonna do that again next year, but I'm probably not gonna do Philly. I might do Chicago. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: don't do Wizard World
2: New York. I see. I feel that would be odd because a month later is gonna be New York Comic Con. So why
1: go back? Um, for, yeah, I went to Wizard World. I'm there. Granted, I went on the last day, but it is so far out of the way. It's very awkwardly set up. Because it's at like a, a pier. Mm-hmm. So it's all sorts of different buildings and everything. It's not contained. Uh, Philly was at least one big center. convention center.
0: All right. Well, hey, uh, when I want to get to, uh, like I said, I went to, uh, uh, over the weekend, I uh, had a chance to go out the Scare House. Actually, my second time out there this year. Um, locally here in Aetna, PA, uh, a really cool haunted house. They got a lot of stuff going on out there. Uh, so we got to go talk about some of the stuff they're doing behind the scenes in the new basement. Here's a video we put together. Take a look.
3: <laughs> All right!
0: Hey guys, for the awesome cast of Sorg here with Margie Kerr. And tell us what you're doing here with, with ScareHouse. Uh,
3: I analyze data and figure out what scares people, how to scare them.
0: All right. All right. Well, okay. So you're, so you're going to make me more, more scared going through this. Now, I've been a long time you know, coming to ScareHouse for a few years now. We've actually had Scott uh, here uh, uh, on the show before talking about how they get people in the door all year round and social media and everything, uh, and, and, and you're, you're analyzing like what happens when they come out the other side, yes, right? Yes,
3: yes. That's so, my favorite thing to do. I, I like to stand by the door and try to talk to everybody who comes out and ask them if they can help. Them, can talk stuff. If they can, okay. yeah, and ask them how their experience was. It's it's so interesting.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now now you, uh, we did uh, look a little bit through the basement. Yes. Some scary. So like we we weren't even there with the actors, and i was so little. You know, it, it reminds me of my basement a little
3: But yeah, we have uh, every room under surveillance, and all of the actors are trained actors. They've gone through extensive background checks. We go through. Explicit rules and boundaries about what they can and cannot say um, about the content and uh, what we're going for. You know, when we started developing the basement, we um, determined what the goal was, and the goal was to you know give people an opportunity to step outside their comfort zone and, in doing so, learn more about themselves. So it's not going for that traditional um, startle scare. It's it's digging a little bit deeper and trying to to get to that next level of what's really going on here, so yeah, that's the, the basement is a, a whole different kind of animal than the main haunts, you know, prepost Christmas in 3D, Pittsburgh Zombies, and Forsaken are PG-13, you know, kind of uh, um, meant to activate that fight or flight and the startle response and, and get you going. Uh, the basement is more about, you know, pushing your boundaries, getting in your head a little more. Be more
0: interactive. I, I know. So when we we talked about this. Yeah. it's very sparse. Yes. it's not about what's around you. Because I know I know going through the main haunt, uh, I want to stop and look at everything. Okay. Like I'm a detail guy, right? I want I want to read the signs of the zombie apocalypse, right? Because there's some great stuff. There's in some there. There's some interesting
3: oh. things when you dig if, deep in there. Yeah. If, if you don't
0: have, if you don't have your wife or girlfriend dragging you through the thing, just take a second, look around, yeah, and, and I think you'll be really surprised. I feel like it, there's enough stuff. I
3: feel like i find something new every time. I, I still do, and I, I go through here, you know, almost every day sometimes, and uh, I'll find things written on the wall. I love our actors. They they write stuff, they're, they're acting, they're, just, they're writing things on the walls, and I'll go through and just see what they're writing, and it's... it's
0: Sounds like the monsters are getting ready. Yes, they, they are. <laughs> I, I, I think you know it's kind of old, but it's kind of cool how you guys are kind of have a bit of technology going. As we look a little bit about, I don't know if people know when they go through a house like this. There are cameras everywhere. We look up, I always see the little the little lights up there because uh, I know what to look for. But you guys have an eye on everybody. You yeah, know what's do. going on. You're never in danger with this. No, uh,
3: this is just this is our security setup. So we have we use Landmark Security staff. They do the uh, security for the Pirates and the Steelers. They're uh, a plus team and. Uh, we have uh, two security staff that are down here at all times. One person monitoring, the other person uh, monitoring out in the in the haunt um, for people you know who, who call a safe word. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have you know our floor plans. Everyone is made aware of where all of the emergency exits are, what the emergency protocol is, uh, and we um, are able to respond to situations within seconds uh, if there is a problem. So. Uh, and there, there, there hasn't been. Uh, just we, we get a lot of people calling the safe word uh, that we then have to go and retrieve and walk out. But and it's
0: just them kind of getting overwhelmed with it, right?
3: Yeah, they get overwhelmed. They're just like, ah, I can't do it anymore. Uh, it's the the uncertainty of the basement is what gets mm-hmm. people. In this, now, you
0: know? when they're saying the safe word, is just the actors pick it up and they start responding?
3: The, yeah, the actors pick it up and then somebody. They have. They all have whistles. Mm-hmm. So they they alert uh, the security who's you know in the background. A lot of times in the haunt, you know, you're being watched constantly. And People don't know uh, that there are there are eyes behind the walls and they're watching you and they're ready.
0: <laughs> and, and I know, uh, and I've noticed going around the haunt. I've seen the cameras like yeah. going through. So so that's pretty staked out yeah. there. Yeah, so,
3: yeah, we, so, we take it very seriously. So
0: it's kind of hard to get kind of stuck in a corner and nobody finds you. Oh
3: yeah, no, I, I would say it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the only time that that has happened is after uh, everybody we were closed for the night and uh, the manager was going through turning out the lights and an actor got stuck in the dark. <laughs> so I was just like, help! I can't see.
0: So one of the people that already should know where yes. everything is. <laughs>
3: and All our actors are supposed to carry flashlights. So.
0: Um, so like I said, we, we have gone on before talking about social media, talking about videos. I know I subscribe to the YouTube channel. I oh, love great. seeing the videos that pop up all the time, I, and I, I'm just a fan of really cool videos. Yeah. Know? Because that's something I like to do. He um, talked about, like, like again, this happens all year. He talks about yeah. the ramp up. You know, like, like here from in February, but not getting, you know, sick of hearing about the scare house early yeah. really on. Can yeah. like, you speak a little bit to that?
3: Yeah, we try to just continually create interesting content. Not even so much just to, I mean, it's just because we want to. There's just so much cool stuff out there that links in with what we like in some way, even if it's not directly related to the haunted attraction industry, if we just think it's really cool, we're like, hey, let's, let's do something with it, let's talk about it, let's do a video about it. Um, just because it's really, um, kind of, we, we just love doing it. We love producing material that people, you
0: know, want to watch. So. Alright, we're going to go take a look at a little bit of behind the scenes, and see seen a couple spots there already, and uh, we'll see how we come out on the other end.
3: Alright, single file line, please make sure that your cameras and cell phones stay in your pockets. And- i enough.
0: So we just went through the Scare House and I gotta say even from them being in here earlier this year they've changed so much and made it even more intense. I think it made it even worse going through a second time this year. Um, The zombies are even crazier than they usually are and that is not a new attraction. It's great. The Delirious 3D is insane and makes me whoozy as all hell. Um, we got a great tour. Thanks a lot for ScareHouse having us come out. and seeing a little, little peek at the basement and a little bit of technique goes on uh, behind the scenes and everything. Um, go check it out. ScareHouse.com and you can find out when it's running, how to get tickets and all that kind of stuff right here in Aetna PA right outside, just like minutes outside of, of Pittsburgh. Well, there you go. There's that ScareHouse video. Thank you very much for uh, Mark Kerr and the crew out there at ScareHouse for having us out and check out a little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, so, so let's get into the news. We'll get a little bit of what's coming up here uh, in a little bit. But uh, what, you got a couple stories here, Jilla.
2: One of the things I found interesting, and it, and it kind of follows on the whole uh, being violated on Twitter. Twitter's going to allow users to opt in to accept DMs from people that don't follow them. I saw this. So, But, but we have to go turn it on. You have to go turn it on, which I think is pretty cool. And I actually think it's an interesting concept i wouldn't mind i'll be honest with you i mean what i'm not stupid enough to to click on some ridiculous malware infested link Mm -hmm. if i don't know you or i look at your id and see that see who you are i think it's a pretty cool idea
0: I, i don't know um and i got it right actually i found it right here they're having trouble finding it on on one of the shows i was watching but right here under messages receive direct messages from any follower. Generally, you must follow someone in order to do it. And then, Now, this would be a good thing to do if I'm—and they, they were talking about the idea of this with brands. Uh, so, like, for the podcast stuff—because uh, actually, this happened because we're trying to do contests to, you know, give out free tickets to, like, local wrestling shows on the Mayhem Show account. And then somebody <laughs> was like, like, hey, follow me so I can DM you my address and name and everything. And— now, if I turn this on on all those those types of accounts, I don't need to worry about that anymore. Right? Anybody can DM me. So maybe I don't want to do it on my personal one, but for Soulker Media, for Mayhem mm-hmm. Show, for Awesome Cast, I think it all gets turned on.
2: and and, and like I, it's interesting because I actually went back and looked. I have some odd DMs that I've obviously it's 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 spam DMs, but like I actually got DM'd by um, I don't even know pronounce her name janina gavin Carr. she's from true blood and a couple other flicks like i've i've had some good dms from people i would have never expected to dm me Mm -hmm. but i look at it as i don't i don't care dm away i'll I'll either ignore you or it's just like another tweet yeah to to a point what i find it's more i see i think they need to do something where if someone dms you you're allowed to dm them back I because like
0: if, like there needs to be a connection there
2: right because I've gotten DMs from people that that don't follow me so they but I follow them so they DM me and now I can't DM them because they don't follow me and then it's like okay now I have to do a public mention to say hey I can't DM you back till you follow me blah 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 so I I don't know I I think it's an interesting an interesting. Segment. I, I hope they continue to evolve the DM space because I will be honest with you. I do leverage DM even as tech almost as text messages. I mean, you and I don't necessarily text message, but we DM back and forth. Mm-hmm. There's people I know overseas I DM with because I'm not sending them and paying for an international text. Yeah. So I, I find it. Whereas the DM, DM needs to continue to evolve. Um,
0: and it's really been kind of like the forgotten thing with mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, they hide it. Like you, like, I think most people don't realize where it is, yeah. for the most part. Um, so, I, it's part of that, you know, I don't know, they're trying to push you towards the part of their service they think will make them money. But, maybe DMs will make them money, because maybe, I don't know, how would that work? Would you do like a promoted DM? You could do it, why not? I guess, like a targeted DM, like we will send a direct message to these people. But it, I feel like that takes away the meaningfulness of dms right
1: or
2: I, I don't know or is it a way is it a way to monetize twitter without being obnoxious on the public timelines mm-hmm. so if you have video in your in your bio if you have the word video maybe you're going to get a dm from an advertiser i would rather see no promoted dms in the timelines mm-hmm. and all promotion goes through dm cuz think about it so what i have to go into my dms every once in a while I don't delete them. I don't clean them up. now my
0: worry is now if that gets cluttered up with promoted and other DMs, then now I'm talking with you on TweetDeck for about the show, uh, Mike here about the show, uh, uh, and everything. Now I have to go find you. You guys get pushed down from all these promoted DMs. I mean, that's a worst-case scenario, but now there's more clutter in there for me to go through because it's not really a good organization. Mm -hmm. It's the last one first, and that's about it. Yeah. So. Um, I, 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 what do you think, Mike? Uh, as a as a Twitter avid Twitter user,
1: I personally wouldn't do it just because I already know how many spam followers I get on Twitter, and mm-hmm. I I would like, I don't DM that often, but when I do, you know, it's like nice to receive a DM. I don't I don't know if I would personally want anyone that I don't follow to DM me. Mm-hmm like physical mail in your mailbox
2: everyone wants physical mail because you never get good physical mail it's all junk
0: you get sad yeah like your heart sinks you're like it's oh, <laughs> not like a credit card offer that'll reject me anyways <laughs> uh. <laughs> you think they would be better about that right mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i, I don't know it, it, it this thing's going to continue to evolve and uh we'll see how it goes but i, I like that it is opt-in. Like, if it was Facebook, be like, hey, congratulations, anybody can private message you. We're like, mm-hmm. no! You see, Facebook removed the hidden from
2: search, which I can imagine is going to drive AJ nuts. Yeah? Because he cr- AJ created a Facebook account Yeah, that was just meant so he could use Facebook auth for things like Spotify. Yeah. Now, there is no way to remove yourself from Facebook search.
1: Yep. So, So AJ, um, well,
2: if you're out there, let us know your speak thoughts. Speaking of private,
1: have you Although, seen... Although, to be fair, oh. there are five accounts on Facebook with his name.
0: Oh, really? Yes. I'm going to go friend them all.
2: I, I just decided like to Pokemon. do
1: a quick Facebook search and I see five of them.
0: Hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, well, did you see uh, Google plus also changed around their terms this week? Apparently to allow the, uh, from my understanding, doing the, uh, suggestions like the, your face will be used to oh, say, yeah. Oh, you like this circle. So maybe your friends will too. um, so the Facebookification of Google Plus continues, guys. I mean, isn't that what we said at the beginning, though? It's like, well, it's going to be nice and clean because they started from scratch. They don't have all the ads. Yet.
1: And here it is. It, it's there. Google. If you don't think they're going to try and monetize it somehow, you haven't been paying attention to Google.
0: Well, as it is, they, they, <laughs> they've used it. I mean, this has been the discussion, you know, again, with Munza's talk and even on the Cast here last week at PodCamp Pittsburgh, how uh, Google Plus, like you know realizing you know and I, with the business page i'm managing for for one client it's like well nobody really comes to the google page but everything we put on the google page is everywhere on google cuz if i look at the stats i'm like how do we have 200 hits on this google page who the freak is looking at this and, and it's people searching for it coming up with because your google plus page is now what used to be google businesses google places google maps google uh you know anything that at information can get plugged into for google now just google, the google plus page is now the home for that because before you kind of had to manage that mm-hmm. like like it was weird in a bunch of different places it brought it all together so even if you know i'm not getting much engagement people aren't chatting with me on google plus as my business or anything like that it still connects all that stuff sometimes i do a search on something that we're working with and i'll see the little icon with my face or the wrestling mayhem show face on something we were talking about when i search for something for raw now granted that's happening because the social search is on it's all stuff i'm connected in so of course my own stuff's going to come up but you know, that still bleeds out. If, you know, friends plus one that and, and you know, uh, Mike plus one's uh, something that I saw, I said, about, you know, Monday Night Raw. And then a friend of his is searching for Monday Night Raw stuff. It comes up with the Raw Hangout because he plus one my post about the video we did. That's how it expands out. And that's what makes it so important. So now, of course, they're getting ads into it. Well, and I don't know.
2: You're you're doing the, the rotation on Twitch TV. Or not Twitch. Justin TV. Justin TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and you're playing that 24 by 7, right?
0: Yeah, 24 seven. It gets a l- the frame rate drops a little bit <laughs> here and there, but it, it's running. The interesting
2: thing is, is that ever since you started doing that, I am getting like three followers a day on Twitter. I on don't know Twitter. If, yeah, I don't know if it's some weird <laughs> correlation, <laughs> but as soon as you started doing that, like I am seeing on on an almost daily basis. That is a I'm getting. More and more followers, like it's a it's a little. I I was surprised. Like within the last week, I've gotten like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine,
0: ten. It doesn't even make sense because we were running the one from PiCap. You're not even on. Yeah, I, I don't so, know. So I mean, what well, well, the other thing is though, it does capture the <coughs> replays. Mm-hmm. So now there's these giant videos captured on the Justin TV page that just say replay, and it's, it goes for about 48 hours, <laughs> and it has like thousands of hits. I, that's why I'm doing it because I mean, look at uh, we have 100, you know, 100 people watching right now uh, to this live stream. But I'll go in at like 11 o'clock at night. Who knows what's playing on the stream? And we've thrown everything in there that like is the newest of everything we do, and as for some of the stuff we do, like some of the DVDs and the documentaries, some of that content we've generated, and people are in there watching. Somebody is in there watching. And I don't think it's so much people b- jumping in and going away. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of that. But if, you know, 8 in the morning and I tune in like there's 60-some people, something's going on here, you know? And, and I'm I'm kind of figuring out and trying to crack what is going on here, and I'm really hoping that 24-7 theme- stream is... is You know, going to turn into more people that are into the show. What'll be interesting
2: is is when the Xbox One comes out, Mm -hmm. they're going to have Justin TV and Twitch
0: built in. There you go. So now, I mean, you're going to have another avenue. I would like to. um, This the 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 computer I'm running it on can barely. Obviously, um, uh, run the feed as it is. It's it's almost maxed out 100% all the time. I actually have been restarting Firecast once a day to get the frame rate back up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I've determined. Uh, so if I get something that's a little more powerful down here, I want to push that out to Ustream and I don't know, maybe Twitch TV. I, it sounds so like it you would you put anything on Twitch, right? It's, yeah, and it's, it's supposed to be me. gaming ba- based. Which was the major coverage of. Um, Mm-hmm. comic-con this year i think twitch and i'm not looked into much for twitch i just hear about it on all these stories uh but i think twitch is getting to that point where machinima mm-hmm. originally it was like red versus blue stuff like it was all machinima machinima is uh, uh producing content based in like game engines basically i think i think that's the definition of it really um but now it's like that's where i go get my trailers half the trailers i pulled up for a movie minute earlier this afternoon um were from machinima you know, no, it's they like become and, so. So uh, it's so one videos. of those. It's like MTV used to be music videos, but now it's all everything. Machinima used to be machinima. Now it's everything entertainment. Twitch used to be video game videos. Now it's everything entertainment, which hey, although also makes sense because there's a lot of video games at New York Comic Con as mm-hmm. well. I mean,
1: Comic Con used to be comics, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now it's everything. Yeah, now it's now it's MTV three <coughs> of, of entertainment, right? So, exactly oh, it's much better than MTV three. <laughs> Now, you got Nike Fuel Bands in here. Now, so I, I, but I also want, aside from that, I, I want to bring up the new Fitbit because it's got an interesting concept. Well, and just a real quick aside and
2: kind of give an intro to this. The reason that I picked this is I, w- I was fortunate enough to talk to someone that went to, um, it's not Bloomberg. What's the other big? Gartner. Gartner had their big IT symposium last week. And I knew someone that went. And she was talking to me about it today. And she said, you know, they're saying that. of the tech that we will own in the next, I think it was like five years. I'm probably going to get these stats off. But let's just pretend. Um, Like 80% of the the tech you will own, you will have to worry about going through your laundry. And it was all about wearable computing. And and it just amazed me how much data they covered at the symposiums about wearable computing.
0: Hmm.
2: So... You're talking, you're talking about the Fitbit, and then we can go through the other two. Mine you can breeze by. I mean, they're pretty simplistic. It's just the concept of wearable computing here. here, and I think people are going to start to really embrace it. And I think you're going to see more and more, whether it be Google Glass or it be a Pebble or it be whatever. Microsoft's working on a watch.
0: Um, who isn't?
2: Yeah, who isn't? Uh, I think that's gonna be the new thing. Fit Fitbit added the time to their new Fitbit.
0: Yeah, the the force the the new one is um, um they had the time to. I thought it takes notifications too. I thought there was something about like it, it takes notifications like from your phone.
2: I don't know. I don't know how. It, maybe but, on that small LED, it would. I don't know. Yeah, like like text messages or something like. We're just just. Pop I think on. it has a notification. I don't know if it actually displays them on the device.
0: Okay. I thought but, it had but, a way. but yeah, I didn't find anything when I went back to look because it looks like it's just you can get more information like from your stats. What's in the right hand? Go up a little bit. Mm-hmm up a little bit, right there what what's
2: what's the what's the things on the right say i can't read right the steps
0: taken distance traveled active minutes quality sleep time stairs climb because that's the other thing this thing also does elevation and so a file just ended moving uh hours slept, sleep wake alarm call notifications that's it call, call notifications. notifications so well okay so that's not full on smart watch-ish but still it's but it's getting it's, there it's a, 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 a start, I, you know, missy has got the the Flex, mm-hmm. which is basically all of this, except it doesn't have the time. It just has, like, right. a couple of lights, and that's it. And I showed her this. is like, well, I'm kind of interested in that, you know. Um, So, but I think, like, whatever the next one is, if they get more, like, it actually gets messages and mm-hmm. stuff, I think that will be the one to jump onto if that. Because if you already have that, do I really want the Fitbit and my Google Watch and stuff? So you're going to start seeing Convergence. I, I think you're going to see convergence, and I'm hoping you're going to see multi-platform. Because one of
2: mm-hmm. the things, like at least the Pebble and the Fitbit seem to be cross-platform. Looking at, like, the um, Samsung watch, mm-hmm. it, to me it has a little. it's lacking a little on battery life, and it only connects to newer Android devices. Newer Samsung Android devices, which is super limited. Well, and I think that the reason, I, I think you're going to be able to connect it to anything that's Android. What is it, 4.3 is the current ref. Okay. But the, the only two devices that they kind of listed right now are the new Note and the new. It's S like they board. have a patch to make it work right now, right? And I think you're going to see it in when KitKat comes out. Maybe you'll see it. Anything KitKat, would it would connect to? Mm-hmm. Um, Nike's taken the reverse of that. The Fuel Band is iOS only,
0: um, and they've had a long-standing. There's always been a Nike Plus setting in your settings on your mm-hmm. iOS. For uh, well,
2: and I think what Steve sat on their board, or the, and they sat on Apple's yeah. board,
0: so yeah. Uh, of course. But, I mean, is that any different than I have Facebook and Twitter built into my oh. Facebook? No, but I think that and you, but But
2: not Google Plus. But not Google Plus, yeah. I don't think it's different, but there's still an outlet to connect. Like, yeah, if you didn't have Twitter built directly into the phone settings, you can still download the Twitter app. Yeah. Whereas, like, even the Sony SmartWatch 2 that I put in there, that device is um, Android only as well. So I think they need to get to a point, and and Apple's put in stuff in their SDK. Obviously, there's stuff on the Android side that you can definitely leverage. I think people need to think bigger. Uh, they need they need whether it be Windows Phone, Android, iOS, yeah, everything.
0: Everything. Uh, now I want to see BlackBerry, maybe not. I want to see because um, I I do have uh, an a step tracker. Called moves and i i pay a little attention to it because i realize how much i run around here but i leave the phone sitting on my desk mm-hmm. you know so i know that isn't getting tracked but like stuff like what going out podcamp is like well, i had over six thousand steps you know just from doing that and I ran up in steps mm-hmm. a bunch of time but I, I, I don't even know if that app is i actually downloaded this app before uh ios 7 and the new phone came out um but i'm wondering if that is uh taking advantage of of that as well and, and what do we see as applications for that M7 chip, which if you guys don't know, uh, the new iPhone 5S has this M7 chip, which basically can track things like motion, like Fitbit-style step trackers and stuff like that. Um, But the whole idea is it's going to do this without waking up the rest of your phone. So ideally, you could do an all-around monitor, like a Fitbit, with this phone in your pocket, um, but without draining much battery
2: life. That's an an interesting theory, or an interesting technology, because it kind of Sherlock's the Fitbit type devices because the you well, now made your yes. device does everything that and Sherlock
0: Sherlock yeah. is if you've uh, uh, created a feature based on uh, somebody's software that they had out previously. Mm-hmm. So basically you replace that by having it built in house basically. Um, It'd be as if Google built their own social network
2: like but, Facebook. Oh wait.
0: Oh, <laughs> they tried that. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a, De Sherlocking, but but you gotta think this only goes so far. How many times do I leave this here and I go run around doing stuff and I'm cleaning down now, here or something, you know? Or, or, or uh, now here's an interesting stat. Okay, so
2: so I would say that you are someone off norm or out of the norm in that area because this the the statistic is 95 percent of people have their phone at an arm's length a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So oh, it drives but, me crazy. It drives but, me crazy when I don't. Right. So I'm I'm thinking that the people that have the Fitbit or whatever that device type is are going to adapt to either putting it in their pocket or they already have it in their pocket. And
0: and the Fitbit, when you have something like a Fitbit, it it doesn't leave. Mm-hmm. You sleep with it on. You shower with it on. So you don't forget about it. So you're not leaving it somewhere. And that's the whole idea. I think you have to charge it once every like six days. Okay. So you don't have much reason not to have it on you it is like a built-in part of you at that point and i think that's when especially when it's a tracker like that and then it's left you and then you get the, your little beat they're like hey you meant your steps and you get like it's almost a surprise you know and you just got rewarded by knowing that you just you know it goes back to that whole gamification of something like fitness you know uh, <laughs> my car with automatic keeps beeping at me now and actually although i think there is a glitch with it because it keeps beeping at me when i'm just driving along and i'm not over 70 i'm just driving along so i'm not breaking or accelerating so it's been happening this week which has been really weird uh so we'll see where that goes um excellent uh well yeah Um, with that, I think we do need to roll out of here so we can go talk more important things like video games in a few minutes. Um, but GTA, probably GTA, GTA, it's they're talking GTA all night long here. Um, Oh, here, what wearable tech would you recommend at this point from the chat room? Uh, and they're yelling at me for not paying attention. We'll touch on that real quick before we head out of here. Um, I don't wait. I think that Fitbit is a really nice idea. I like the Fitbit. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah, and I think
2: do you want a fitness device? Do you want a notification device? What platform are you running already?
0: Yeah. Um like the Pebble watch, well okay, like Google Glass makes more sense if you have an Android device right now. Or do, because and it'll do you do care and do you
2: care about battery life because I'll go to mm-hmm. that I would say if I were to buy a wearable device and I was an Android user, I would go even though you have to charge it every day. I would probably go after the the Samsung device versus the Sony device because okay. the Samsung device seems way cooler.
0: Yeah. Um, but you would have to have that phone.
2: You have to have the phone, and you and and you have to be willing to charge it every
0: day. Which um, I don't think that because I, I mean you charge your phone every day, so I don't think that's you could take it off at night, put it on your nightstand with the charger.
2: Not, but now okay, right? so now on my nightstand I have my iPad, my iPhone. My Pebble, if you're my on, this, my I that, think I'm, I, got, I'm like, I got
0: my phone, I got my tablet here because this is always uh tethered to my glass. My glass is always charging at night. I don't put that by my bed, I put it over on the, on the desk. Um, so it can watch you, so it can watch. You. No, it's in another <laughs> room, it's in the office. Uh, but then I'm no, also charging like no, the
1: Xbox One that's gonna watch Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and I'm also <laughs> charging so daily use. Let's say, let's say, actually leave the house uh, every day doesn't happen um sorry buzz over here um so so ideally if i'm going out and i want to be connected in the way that i want to be connected i'm going to charge this thing the nexus 7 i'm going to charge my iphone i'm going to charge my google glass i'm going to charge the MiFi hotspot that i take with me so i always have uh uh wi-fi for i am a super uber well no but i feel the same way head case with this right now but i but
2: but so that's where I want if, if it's gonna be a wearable, I'm um, I i do not want to charge it every day. Yeah. I don't and I think Chachi ran into this with glass. It it doesn't it doesn't last long enough for him. If you're if you're a heavy user of the tech, it, it needs yeah. to last yeah. yep. at, at
0: minimum two to three days, if not a week. That's and maybe the phone doesn't do that. But we're talking about wearable. But we're talking about wearable. Yeah. <laughs> but but then you get something like a Fitbit that does one thing. Right? It, it does the fitness tracking. It does that it, thing. Have you seen it? Well now it does. Now have it does the phone fl- calls. Have you seen does... the Flex outside of its case? It is this big. Mm-hmm. It is a little, 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 little computer. It doesn't take much to do. What it does, but, and and this idea of having, and and this is the discussion of this personal cloud. You're going to have that thing that that checks on this stuff. You're going to have something else that, che- that that's keeping an eye on your heart. You have something else that's keeping an eye on your cholesterol. You know, I mean, I think you're just going to have. We're going to be peppered with these little computers that have a single task. I think it, it's breaking down. I I don't do all the things I do on my phone with Google Glass. You won't do all the things on your Pebble watch as 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 your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it, it's more pared down now. Now we're getting to this point where we have these, you know, almost unitasking devices.
2: How many? I see. I, I'm, my goal has always been to consolidate devices. My, my yeah. goal has yeah. not been and to expand. And I think,
0: expand. I think it's going to come. And it depends. And, and, but if it's more efficient to say this device does this thing. This device does this thing. You only have to worry about one bit at a time versus one thing that's multitasking multitasking takes power that's how it starts mm-hmm. breaking down so i think i think and if anything um you know and your fitbit is more just yes it's a computer but it's really just a sensor and then <coughs> all the really good computational stuff happens on the phone so now with you're the,
2: gonna have an app for that so why do i even need fitbit not to be rude but i guess
0: if, if i had to pick one because this won't come with me in the shower this w- isn't attached to me while i'm sleeping to test all the rest of the stuff. But now you can put your phone but you can put your phone on your bed and
2: use an app to track your sleeping. I think that only works so well. I don't know. But I guess I guess for me it going back to the question, what wearable tech watch oh, it's watch. Would you recommend at this point? I would go with the Pebble only because they seem to have a large app selection, they have a large it applies to following more people it now. right now. Yeah. If, if 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 I had a new Samsung device, I would probably be like go get the Samsung device because it looks awesome yeah and I know and he's, got a, he's got he's on an LG
0: android so yeah. he, he wouldn't even be able to right. so but um, I, I I'm kind of with the um I haven't heard good things about the samsung actually
2: I've seen I know a guy that has the sony first gen okay which looks pretty cool mm-hmm. and the second gen looks even cooler and gets better battery
0: life and has more apps and all that kind of the, stuff and, and whatever we say today will be different three months right. from now it might be different
2: after next Tuesday. It might be. What's coming I don't, up? I don't think. What's so, coming so, up? so coming up, coming up, uh, awesome things to look out for, uh, upcoming and awesome. I think we're gonna name this. Which is I
0: great. like this. I like the idea of this yeah. segment. We just like got this like halfway through the show. So, Loaded. so,
2: we're gonna try to bridge the gap from from awesome to awesome cast every from week to week. So, by the time we see you next week, um, three major events will have occurred. Microsoft's gonna release Windows 8.1 on Thursday. That'll be an interesting scenario to see what how that plays out especially with some compatibility issues I've been seeing. Um, Nokia releases devices on Friday. They're slated to release up to six devices, phones, tablets, phablets, possibly even is this the
0: future under microsoft we're gonna see here no
2: on the old nokia brand oh
0: this is the this is the last uh hurrah yeah this is what we were working on before we went over to the dark side and there there those that friday announcement
2: is i think 4 a.m our time because it's actually taking place in somewhere in india live coverage many will not do Um, yeah and then um, Apple has their event obviously on Tuesday the twenty second. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be at one p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ten a.m. whatever time zone there, Copernico, Apple time. Um, so obviously for that show, I'm sure we'll be we'll be covering some Apple yeah. stuff and hopefully even going over these other releases. I think
0: it's important to notice that uh, this event last year was when they refreshed everything. Mm-hmm. So it so I think we're go, we're going to get you know hopefully mac pro we're going to get that final cut update that's what i'm looking out for honestly do we get something interesting with the ipads um i would like to see retina minis because i know i know the wife wants one um well she, it- wants, she wants a mini and i want her to have the better one so how many of the features from the iphone 5s are going to come over to the ipad i think is going to be an interesting discussion the- do they get the thumbprint do they, you know, of course they'll probably get uh, the 64 bit processor and everything. Do they even bother with the M7? Was the M7 actually for something else as well? Because I don't see wearing my iPad that often. Mm-hmm. So.
2: What's interesting because the, the, the slogan or whatever you want to call it for this one is we still have a lot to cover. So are we going to see. iPad
0: mini socks! <laughs> That's what be. it is. It's
2: Everything's going to get a cover. That's what it is. Well, it's interesting, too, because I see more and more people with their, a MacBook or a, a laptop type of device that's getting the silicone covers. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're going to come out with a whole line. They're going to reintroduce a, t- a slew of hardware, and you're going to see and a
0: slew of covers. i got MacBook uh, Airs and Pros in multiple colors now.
2: I can, I can get, get a cover for one. my Apple
1: TV. <laughs> I don't need a silicone <laughs> cover. I don't need a silicon cover for my iPad mini. I got leather. There you go. Leather with magnets. It's fantastic. How does they that work?
0: It's a mini. Oh, a mini.
2: I thought yes. I, for some reason I thought it was his phone. I'm like, that's a huge phone.
1: Yeah,
0: that's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, fantastic. Show him again what you're using for your phone. So he's got that, and I think oh, he's, yeah.
1: got, he's got an iPod <laughs> so touch. I have, I have this. I have an iPod touch, and this is my phone. Nice. <laughs> that's how these in the ecosystem unless this dies a horrible slow agonizing death i will never replace that's it. that's never
2: gonna die you could run over that with a mac truck and it's not gonna i die. know it's gonna last and forever. i have an
1: extra battery for it so i don't <laughs> need any of those special fancy things whenever this dies i just pull the battery out take the one from my wallet put it in boom
0: awesome guys we gotta get out of here so we can go talk video games thanks again Scarehouse, for joining us thank you guys for uh popping in and uh talking comic con you want to plug something
2: oh i wanted to plug my uh my deviant art thing one of my favorite things out at um at the cons is the cosplay so i'm out there on uh deviant art underneath uh chill a photo um if you click the link in the, the thingy thing yeah there you go um so there's some of the cosplay pictures i've taken from some of the cons um Check that out. I'm all, I'm, I try to get out there at least once a month to update with a bunch of pictures from from the cons. Um,
0: so, yeah, check me out on DeviantArt. There you go. And Matt and Mike, he joins us with the Wrestling Mayhem
1: Show. I did. And everyone should go listen to it because I'm on it, and that makes it awesome.
0: There you go. And, of course, I'm over. Like we talk about, Sorgatron.com, Sorgatron on Twitter, and everything's at SorgatronMedia.com. You can join us here. Every Tuesday night at live.sovietronmedia.com. If you're interested in uh, joining us in the chat room, or just drop by anytime, because that 24/7 stream is going. I've seen I hopped on Justin TV, and there's people chatting, like in the middle of <laughs> night, like that's awesome. Man. And they're responding to stuff, and like awesome cast is playing, but they're responding to something about wrestling. So I have this weird like transcription of confused people uh, during the <laughs> live feeds. But anybody, if you want to go up, strike up conversation, see if anybody else is around, and wants to talk with you. It's good, good cure for loneliness. So with that, thank you, uh, Mad Mike. Thank you, Chilla. Uh, You've been thank you to our awesome chat room that's been going all night. You've been our awesome
1: audience. Have an awesome week. We're